It's been a weird two weeks. Part of me is continually impressed and awed every day that I'm here, because we're truly living a luxurious splendor that girls from Sterling can't even imagine. We're in a mansion with housekeepers and servants, and we get anything we want for free. There's a 90-inch television now mounted on the wall in my bedroom, simply because I asked for it. Riley now has a collection of over two dozen combat boots and enough clothes to fill her closet that's the size of a freaking classroom. We are in want of nothing here. But in exchange, our lives will be cut short. None of the other girls know this, and we aren't supposed to know it either. Sometimes I can absorb myself in our beautiful surroundings and allow the fear of dying to slip from my mind for an hour or two. But it always comes back. The dread, the fear, the uncertainty of a quick impending death. It always comes back. It doesn't help that Theo has been gone this whole time. He's the one immortal who knows that Riley and I know the secret of immortality, and he's vowed to find a way to save us. You're doing it again, Riley says. We're just in front of the door that leads to the garage, but she stops and turns around, giving me this look that's mostly concern and a little bit annoyed. I'm not doing anything, I say. I hold my head high and put on the fakest smile ever. Riley sighs. Her arched eyebrows come into a point in the middle of her forehead. You are acting like you've been dumped or something. She smacks my shoulders. Suck it up! Your lover boy will return in no time. She's my best friend, so she knows these things about me. There's no reason to deny it, even though the words are on the tip of my tongue. I'm so used to denying it to myself lately. We're in a narrow service hallway, and I lean my shoulder against the wall. It just hurts. <laughs> Why? Her voice is bubbly as she stares at me with those big brown eyes of hers. You're in love. He's totally all about you, Kara. So stop being all mopey when he's gone. Maybe that's why it hurts so bad, I say, picking at my cuticles. There's not much to pick at because Riley and I recently got manicures and now my cuticles are perfection. I heave a sigh. It's like... I went my whole life being alone. Ahem, <laughs> Riley says, looking offended. I roll my eyes. Romantically alone? I've been romantically alone all my life, and then I meet him. It's like, like I've met my soulmate, and I'm pretty sure he feels the same way. There's a little flutter in my chest as I think about Theo's smile, that cocky little smirk he does the way his eyes lower when he looks at me, the woodsy scent of his cologne. I make my hands explode outward. And poof, he's gone, and I'm back to being alone. Ahem, <clears throat> Riley says again. You have me. Now what did you want to show me? Sunlight spills onto our faces as we press through the thick metal door that leads to the garage. It's not your typical family garage, with two car spaces and years of junk piled up on the sides. 
This place has a tiled floor, a dozen sports cars, some SUVs, and a fully stocked bar. It's like a car person's wet dream in here. I don't even have to show Riley what we came here to see, because it's so obvious you can't possibly miss it.